welcome back to Expertology Hour. This is your episode for the week. My name is James, and this is my co-host. Hmm? And this is my co-host. This is my co-host. This is Joe. Mm-hmm. And we're we're back, I think, kind of in our... Uh, in our sort of uh, regular form, yeah, we're back in regular form. We had a couple crazy episodes, um, but now we're back. Something that we're very used to: talking finances, talking money, talking stacks, talking bands, um, talking big finance moves. What does your mm-hmm. portfolio look like? How Listen, are your investments? I think, I think personally, just this is my opinion. In twenty twenty three. Nothing is more important than money, you know, and being I, I, yeah. diverse with your investments, you know, I, I think derivatives. It's, yeah, I think it's definitely the year of money. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think arrears are something you're going to want to look at as well, um, mm-hmm. as long as the dividend is correct for them, of course. Um, right. But, you know. Uh, you know, stocks, bonds, which ones, you know, which do you want to invest in? What's we won't good, get into that bad. yet. <laughs> right, right. But um, anyway, without further ado. Uh, I'll just say, I, uh, yeah, yeah, actually, no, let's go, let's go. Let's uh, introduce our two guests, two wonderful guys, kind of, I think, different theories, but same end goal, you know? Mm-hmm. Again, and that's what about- we that's what we really like, you know, a... Uh, a battle of the minds, all in the all in the arena of productivity. Exactly, like a a, a, a tent on tent, you know, mm-hmm. like the French say. Um, yeah. So why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves? Uh, I I I think I'll I'll introduce myself first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah so will. my 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 full name is uh, Isaiah Buford Trey Den Stocks. Uh, my <laughs> friends call me IB Trade In Stocks in the media. <laughs> they might know me as uh, Johnny Portfolio. I think that's my what you yeah. guys might be yep, most familiar with me. That's how I know you. Yep, and I, I got that nickname. You know, from being, as everybody knows, Johnny Manziel's personal uh, stockbroker right when he started oh, yeah. for the Cleveland Browns at the p- pinnacle of his <laughs> career. So everybody, right. everybody knows, everybody knows that about you. Yeah, Perfect absolutely. Uh, do you want me to do any background, or do you want to just have have our, our next guest introduce himself, or why don't, well, you, why don't we uh, have our next guest uh, okay. introduce okay. ourselves, and then we'll kind of get into the meat of it. Gotcha. All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. I am Money Clips. Mm-hmm. You'll find me online as Money Say Clips. Say that one more time. Money Clips with a Z. Money Clips. Money yep. Clips. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm a young guy, self-made, came from nothing. Right. I've been uh, just grinding and hustling for the last year and a half, trying to make some M's, you know? Yeah. Getting where I'm at now, I'm at a good spot, but I can be much better, so... Always Still can on be. That grind, yeah. and I appreciate you guys having me on to talk some. Uh, of course. Oh yeah. Talk some money. We're happy to have you on. Um, why don't we get started? Let's go with the basics. Let's go. Let's go back in time. When did you guys learn about money? When did you guys uh, figure out what that was and what how to do it? Uh, well, I mean, I, I, my, I've been in a very long-standing family. In fact, my, my family invented stocks. That's that's where it oh, get, gets okay. the, the oh, name. Oh, wow. My last so, name. Oh, yeah. it's a family name. Yeah, okay. we're, we're like super, super old money. So, um, you know, gotcha. I pr- like basically, I think the day I was born, I can't really remember then. So whenever the earliest sure. I can remember, I think, is when I found out about money. 
Cool, cool. And how about you, Money Clips? Uh, yeah, I mean, when I was young, I got my first 20 mowing lawns, and I just saw that green, and I was addicted, and I knew the future was going to hold some great things for me. I was just going to keep making more and more, so that was when I first figured out about money. No, and oh, it's yeah. like, you, when someone, pre- that's what I really like about this show, having experts on, um, you know, just how you can tell that immediate sort of calling to uh-huh. their field, where uh-huh. it's like, as soon as you saw that money, you were like, Okay, I can tell my Damn, life I is going to move into a direction where I'm. I want to accrue more of this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. As as honestly, it's honestly a kind of a rare breed. Like not many people are motivated like that. Most people are like, yeah, money's cool and all, but it's not like for me. Yeah. Um, but it's it's inspiring. I mean, I don't know. Me and Joe are for sure like we're about it and yeah. such. Uh, so it's cool to be like in a group of people that can like kind of relate to likewise. that sort of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and All I right, wanted so to guys... ask. Uh, yeah, 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 I wanted go ahead. to ask. Oh, sorry, James. Um, no, no, go ahead. I, okay, uh, I wanted to ask you guys. Um, well, I'll start with the question. I'll start with the question. Um, when did you sort of move from being, you know, you know, interested in money, interested in getting it, to more, uh, you know? dedicated to accruing it mm. i think i'll defer to money clips on this one for, to, to answer first <laughs> yeah so for me it was um when i first downloaded instagram i saw a lot of my favorite rappers just surrounded in money and mm, they yeah. just like every single picture they have the greatest smiles on their face with it and so people like to say well, yeah, yeah, at first you not see everything, that yeah it's not happiness but Man, look mm. at these guys. These guys are grinning ear to ear with all kinds of paper around them, and I was just like, I need to get like that as soon as possible. Sure. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. at first it. you see that you see the like I don't know like Soldier Boy, um, or what's a rapper Jay Z, um, mm-hmm. you know, posted with their mo- with like their money all around them. You know, it's on their legs. They've got stacks of it, and you're like, what is that? Like, what are they holding? You know? Yeah. Like, is that just, right. is that paper? Is that, like, uh, money? is that some kind of bill? Or, or is it money? Yeah. And so I think, like, when you can make that connection as to, like, what it is that, you know, that that is making them so happy, that puts you in a really different mind mind space as far as accruing money goes. Mm-hmm. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so true. Um, I, I think for me, when I kind of realized that I was about accruing money, I believe I was in maybe the second grade. Uh, I was yeah. reading a, a a book that was uh, about the, the the key differences between Keynesian economics and monetarism, as you all sure. know, I'm sure. Yeah, um, definitely. Milton yep. Friedman, you know, he came up with the the, the monetarists' uh, economic theory uh, as a direct criticism to John Maynard Keynes. And That's I thought. What's up. Yeah, and I thought to myself, I'm like, hmm, well, you know, seeing as how the, the yuan is a pegged currency now, I can see how, you know, maybe sure. we can uh, abuse that a little bit and kind of do some uh, arbitrage here between our two different currencies. And maybe, I like, I can, uh, you know, ca- capitalize off of our, um, you know, fiscal policy and monetary policy to, to really to make some gains off of this. And I Yeah, that's the- dope. You know, I was eight years old. I made about a hundred million dollars off of just a, Gosh, you know, a simple arbitrage between you know the the European euro and the Chinese yuan. So, and so before that, that's I mean, I mean that's mind blowing. And, and before that, that you made that sort of connection in second grade, 
you know, you were more just passively interested in money. Yeah, it was, sure. it was what definitely yeah. it's like a hobby. Yeah, we, I would see it around the house, and I'd be like, yeah, sure, it's right. okay. Yeah, um, but yeah. it like, wasn't like until cool, I made that but first money is more of Yeah, like that kind of deal. Like, you know, money is great, but it's more of my dad's thing. I might want to go my own mm. way. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I was thinking about being an astronaut of, for a little bit. And yeah, then I was sure. like, yeah. Like, you had to find your way to, like, money. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's inspiring because it's like, I don't know, like you you grow up and you're like, I want to be different than my parents. I want to be better than my parents. I want to do something else. But you know what? Sometimes you're born into like the right family where it's like, actually, you know what? I want to do what my dad does because actually there's hell of money in what my dad does because he's making money. And then yeah. um, so and like, money is cash in the bank as well. Let's say again. Money is cash in the bank. That's true. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, what I've been, always been saying. It's like once you have that green, you got to put it in the bank so that way you have money in the bank, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, my, my father had a saying, um, you know, the best chefs, the best chefs always use the best uh, tools, right? right. And the, the, the best chefs in the world were born with the best tools in their mouth, a silver spoon, as it were. And that's, yeah, that's, that's, a, yeah. that's a bit of a description of my life, I think. And honestly, like Loki, like Silver Spoon is like that's a cash money product. Like you could do stuff with that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you with know? the sil- and with the Silver Spoon, it's like you know what better to serve the golden goose? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, that's money uh... clip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Silver is a great investment. I do agree. I personally <laughs> own a lot of gold and silver. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of financial advisors will tell you that you need to create passive income or make money while you sleep and so for that reason i buy sure. a lot of gold and silver and uh sleep with my gold and silver chains on because those prices are just going up so that's my form of passive income yeah i yeah. actually i i twitch stream myself sleeping and people pay a lot of money for that so i totally get the passive income it's great yeah it's yeah. also it's sick it's like insurance for sleep apnea too i hear you know you could just you're yeah. you're you film yourself twitch streaming and or sorry, Twitch stream yourself sleeping, and your viewers can tell you if you were dying in your sleep, you know, choking on your own. Disobvious. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Loki, Loki. If like if I something was going wrong or whatever, they just like hit one of the sound effects, and then I'd wake up, and then I'd be like, okay, well, like, no, oh, I know this is wrong. Yeah. That's yeah, money that's you're not like, spending on on insurance. That's money you're not spending mm-hmm. on a nine one one. I don't need to go to the doctor. Bill. And so have, tell me, I, I have a question. So where is that money that you're not spending then? Where is it? Yeah. Wait, me? It's in the bank. It's, it's in, in the, the bank. bank. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You're not spending, you're jo- just making. It's in our joint bank account. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, okay, so let me let me ask real quick. Okay, I want, I, I want again, like we said, just kind of different perspectives, old money versus new money, old right. ways of doing things versus new ways of doing things. So I want kind of both your perspectives. What's the... What's both of yours like number one advice about getting into financial and the money thing? Like what what would you like a, a young young person, young person trying to get into like the whole thing about money? Like what would you advise? I money would clips? say um my best advice for getting into finance and money and creating wealth and stacking it up and getting money in the bank as our uh, right. host said is um first thing you got to do is you got to create a bank account and um that's uh that's actually going to be pretty important because that's what you're going to look at and see your wealth grow 
you just want to accrue those zeros and uh, commas in there and without a bank account I mean holding cash is fun and you can flex on Instagram and it's great but you can't hold so much cash so a bank account would be my number yeah. one piece of advice a, a lot of guys I see in the financial field with a lot of potential they'll miss that crucial step yeah mm, they will mm-hmm. they will Sure. Yeah, because a lot of old money guys, like before the banks were around, they were just sticking their cash under their mattress, and mm-hmm. um, right. Yeah, that's not insured money. Like if your house burns down, so does your money, unless you're you know walking around all day with your mattress. But that'd be pretty hard too. Yeah, to yeah. do that. Yeah. So bank account you, number John? one. Sure. All right, Johnny. How about you? Old money. What's the uh, sage old head advice for money? Honestly. You know, I, if I had to give one piece of advice, it, it would be basically to follow in the steps of, of money clips. You know, just start start an Instagram oh, yeah. account. I think that's the big one for for people really trying to get into the financial sphere. Uh, that way, you kind of get some name recognition out there, and the more people who know you, the more people are going to give you you know money. Uh, the next right. thing you need to do: yep. drop shipping, big time. Get really okay. really big into drop shipping. Um, <laughs> It's like the easiest way to make, you know, $300 in a week and then you can, uh, you know, buy some like fake gold chain and show it off on your Instagram and then people yeah, think yeah. you're you're already a millionaire, right? So, um, yeah, so, you know, you kind of you, basically you got to live the life that you see yourself living in 10 years today. Uh, that's, okay, that's, that's probably the, the biggest piece of advice that I spend the money that you will have in the future. So you that's wouldn't so recommend. Wait, yeah. Real, real quick, a follow-up question. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have a, like, favorite bank? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> What's that bank? It's Chase Bank. That's, that's okay, probably the best Chase. Oh, I love yeah. Chase. You got a Chase head? That's, that's what's yeah, up. Yeah, I'm more of a Wells Fargo guy myself. Okay. 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 Right on, okay. right on. A little Both more good. old school. That's surprising. It is. Yeah, that's, that's actually, but that's kind of, like, retro. And I feel like that's, that's kind of your style, even though you're new money. You still got kind of, like, that, like... Yeah, you have that Wall Street in you. Yeah, yeah. Uh That was that was a big turning point for me, where it's like, you know, an old money guy, an old money guy like Johnny Portfolio. I mean, he can put his money under his mattress in his in Chase. It doesn't matter, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that's money in the bank. But you know, for guys like us, guys like Money Clip, um, you know, you see the Wells Fargo and see that it's made out of red brick. And it's like <laughs> that's where you want your money because yeah. number one, yeah. brick is solid, brick is hard. You know why? And also, you know why? and also because it's you like you why? can see, you can see like you know Leo 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 DiCaprio from from the the Wolf Street putting his shit mm-hmm. there. Yeah, and yeah. No. Bricks are incredibly fireproof too, so your money's not broken mm-hmm. yeah. anytime soon. No, you know what's like the uh, like the original like like story about making money is. Uh, the three little pigs and the wolf because like mm-hmm. one was made of sticks and one was made of straws but the one with it made of bricks like a wells fargo yeah that shit stayed up and that shit <laughs> was probably financially solvable and like had derivatives you, you know, know i don't think a lot of people can really extrapolate that type of metaphor from that story so i, I think that's an, an extremely intelligent thing that you've observed there another Thank way that you. you can make that parallel is that you know bricks are sometimes referred to by rappers as a, as a sort of type of asset that they use to right. make mm-hmm. money they so, know so it kind of all comes back to the three little pigs right yeah, yeah. it's actually like low-key like important mm-hmm. and like aesop fables is so important to me True. have you guys heard like, have you guys heard the story of the old man and the dollar <laughs> I I uh, maybe a little. Oh, yeah, Can you classic, refresh my classic. memory? 
Yeah, I can refresh your memory. <laughs> so, I mean, everyone, I think most people in finance have heard, you know, Aesop's classic fable, The Old Man on the Dollar. And, <laughs> you know, it starts off, um, the old man sat upon the creek. He danced around with his dollar and said, this dollar is for me. I love my dollar. I love how it floats. I love how it swims. Uh, it's like riding a boat. This is my dollar. It's only for me. If anyone tries to take my dollar, well, they'll have to pay a different sort of fee. One day, the little pig uh, came up to the old man and said, A dollar for thee is a dollar for me. Well, the old man didn't take that quite happily and said, A dollar for a dollar for my dollar is, is the dollar is my own. <laughs> is my dollar <laughs> and it's all coming little, back to me now i think what? yeah and the little and the little piggy said well you better put that you better put that in, into into crypto or at least into a bank and the old man said no this is my dollar and my dollar i'll uh, keep it in my hand i'll I, keep I it in my hand. oh that's what he said <laughs> yeah he said i'll keep it in my hand and i think the little or the big wolf comes after the old man and his dollar after. I don't remember, but but it's kind of like but, an but essential. I think the lesson, I think the yeah. lesson there is like, while banks are super important as far as financialism goes, mm -hmm. also you got to have that cash on you because like, no one's gonna believe your your money if you don't have twenties, twenties, fifties, maybe even hundreds on you. You know, absolutely. Well, and it's like I, I really took from it. It's like, what does it mean? To love money, to love even a one dollar mm -hmm. bill, as That's in the same mm -hmm. way that you would love a one hundred dollar bill. Absolutely. Like, honestly, what, how do we? You know, yeah. what's, this is just like a quote that I've been like thinking about. But every a hundred dollar bill starts out as a well one dollar bill. Yeah. You yeah. know. That's true. And then you grow it. You, it's like you know, what it's like it's honestly like a tree mm -hmm. where you gotta mm -hmm. like water it, and it maybe it takes years, but like the the benefit, like you're gonna sit in the shade. Um, of money trees, you know. Ah, okay. Yeah, whenever you know whenever I mean? people tell me that money doesn't grow on trees, I tell them that uh, the branch you've of never watered a the money local tree. Yeah, the local branch of my fi financial institution would disagree with that. Exactly. You you wonder why they call them bank branches? Because it's, it's a tree. Because yeah, it's a big tree. Yeah. I yeah. think mm -hmm. the man on the dollar. Um, it's kind of another metaphor because you are the man on the one dollar and you are also the man on the hundred dollar and that's yeah. just i thought i thought just Abraham goes was to on show the $1. your growth i yeah. i don't know who you're talking about um that just goes <laughs> to show your growth as a person accruing more wealth and making yourself sure. mm -hmm. more valuable and so yeah every single time i look at a dollar bill or a hundred dollar bill i look at it and i say that's me right there that's yeah. who i am yeah, you know what, like, oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, th I think it's helpful to, to have that sort of frame of reference and fra frame of mind, rather, uh, and, you know, just imagining yourself as a $50,000 bill, you know, and yeah. then eventually yeah, you'll mm -hmm. have it. And if you repeat to yourself over and over, I am a $50,000 bill, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, 100 times before you go to bed, eventually it'll happen. Yeah, yeah. I am a gold yeah, chain. I am a leashed <laughs> Porsche. <laughs> I am a crypto wallet. All of that. Huge, I am a gold-plated Xbox 360 controller. <laughs> yeah, it's huge for your mentality. I am a four-bedroom sure. uh, four house with a two-bath, 
Hella square footage. It's really important. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Two stall garage. Let's go. Two Absolutely. car garage. Yeah. Mortgage. Okay, so I am a mortgage. Kind of mor- I am a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> I am a big okay. back tattoo. Sorry. Go ahead. This is more of a personal question, but like, who's your favorite billionaire? Oh man. My really favorite billionaire. With the tough ones early on. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> hmm, let me think about that. Uh, you know, I, I, I in my days, especially as you know, one of the hosts of Inside Wall Street, I, I sure. talked to a lot of billionaires, um, and one has to be my one of my co-hosts, uh, Richard Branson. He's uh, <laughs> he's really he's a great guy. Uh, not some weirdo who named his plane after being a virgin. I think I don't. <laughs> not too sure what's up with that. Um, but he's he's really cool. He's got a lot of islands, and he knows Obama, which is I mean that's pro- double cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Can, I, can I can I interrupt you for a second? Yeah, real quick. Go for it. And we're gonna jump right back into that because I want to I want to circle back to that right okay. there, listener, the people that are listening right now. That right there is a money move. You see how quick he got that plug off? <laughs> it was like nothing. You didn't even notice. Yep. But nope. that's he's that's money mindset. He's just mm-hmm. like, you know what? I need to plug this right now. This is my venture business capitalism. And then he's like, you know what? I just got to plug it. Smooth. That's it was smooth all smooth. Way. Like uh, it's yeah. only unsmooth because I brought it up, but I'm bringing it up as a lesson, you know. So, anyways, you were talking about Richard Branson and how he's a virgin. Go ahead. Yeah. So I believe he he once named his company after being you know who he is a virgin. Right. Um, which, Respect. I, you know, I think he was trying to say he has never made a business before or something like that. But <laughs> I, I mean, it does just doesn't come off that way. Like, why would you do that? Like, right, uh, right, kind of uh, sus. I, yeah, but I, I mean, I guess he made a bunch of money, so maybe he, he's kind of got that handled. I don't know. I'm more, I'm more of a. I thought he named it after the. I thought he named it after the airline. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's. I think that's sort of a chicken and the egg type of situation. Ooh. Like, yeah, that's just because they're both eggs. Yeah, at one point <laughs> they're yeah. well, they're nest eggs, uh, which yeah, is a type of so. retirement thing. Um, you know, you get well. It's get funny because yeah. because everyone wonders, you know, if the silver platter is enough to plate the golden goose, but if the <laughs> nest egg of the golden goose isn't laid, then the silver spoon can't even pick it up. A- absolutely. And so there's a, a, a couple of things that I did want to uh, just highlight about Richard Branson. Um, mm-hmm. Specifically, so he's obviously a very wealthy, very good investor, but he's also a really sure. inspirational guy. You see, uh, Branson has dyslexia and had poor academic performance. On his last day of school, his headmaster, whose name is Robert Drayson, told him that he would either end up in prison or become a millionaire, which he ended <laughs> up becoming a millionaire. Uh, yeah, Branson is also he's an outspoken advocate uh, against ADHD. So that's against really ADHD. Yeah, I hate that shit. I hate that shit. I hate yeah, ADHD. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, why okay, don't we go? Let's, let's circle back. Why don't, no, let's why don't we go from left to right, uh, James? Who's your favorite uh, billionaire? Oh man, there's so many choices. Like the thing about it is, like, there's a lot of them, mm-hmm. and like, I don't know. They all have like their their pros and their cons. Yeah, and kind of like you know, like, I think they all have lessons to teach. I think, I think you know, like. We're like a money podcast, but we're also a spiritualism co- podcast. So, like, we also are like, you know, everyone's got something to teach, but not mm-hmm. everybody's got something to teach about money because not That's everyone's true. about that money, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I would have to say probably most of them. Okay. Because, like, 
they all okay. got something to say, you know? Yeah, there's not yeah, like, no such thing answer. as a bad billionaire. That's, always, that's what yeah. I always say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I, I, I want to circle back real quick. Uh, oh, my apologies. You were talking about the, 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 the podcast. Because, you know, me and Joe are we're involved in that industry, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're always interested in, like, kind of what people are doing, what a podcast is to them. Yeah. What are budding, you talking budding about? industry, only getting bigger. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I say there's no there's no bubble for this industry. It's not like mm-hmm. real estate or no, because uh, it's dealing with thoughts. Yeah, you thoughts can't are un- get it's an those. unlimited resource. Could you imagine how into podcasts like uh, Aristo Rawl or like Plato would mm-hmm. have been into Dude, podcasts? Like Leonardo da Vinci. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He also had ADHD. I'm reading on this website right now. So pretty cool. <laughs> Imagine how into yeah. podcasts like, I don't know, like a Buddhist monk would be if they were still alive. Yeah. It's sad. I don't even want yeah. to talk about that. But so you you have a podcast. Richard Branson, who else is on that on the pod? Oh, yeah. So it's it's actually a TV show that is also distributed oh. as a pod. So it's on the Bloomberg oh, Network. Yeah, which, <laughs> uh, you know, that's a premium cable thing. Most people don't have Bloomberg Network, so I get yeah. it. But we're mostly circulated as a podcast. Um, but, yeah, so it's Inside Wall Street. The format is basically identical to the show Inside the NBA, but we talk about, you know, uh, upcoming, you know, com- companies, different, you know, stocks that are mm-hmm. uh, good. We count down the top 10 best stock plays, of which is just like stockbrokers yeah. going crazy on the New York Stock Exchange. Um, like Wall Street slam dunks. Exa- yeah, basically. Um, so on the panel, there's obviously me, Richard Branson, uh, Tony Robbins, Dave Ramsey. Uh, and we also have uh, Charles Barkley on there too. He's kind of reprising his role, and people like Tony yeah. Robbins calls him old all the time, and he talks about you know how much he <laughs> hates San, San Antonio or whatever. Yeah, so. he's not a fan think, of those women. Mm-hmm. I think one of my <laughs> you gotta favorite. Have, you gotta have humor because, like, honestly, like at the end of the day, like even though it's about the money, like you gotta have a good time. Yeah, because it's yeah. like yeah. it's not worth it if you're not having a good time. It's a True. really interesting I, piece I, about uh, Richard Branson and choosing to stay a virgin was so that he could corner that whole market and just mm. like relate to his consumers in that market. Yeah. And I think that's why he was so wealthy and so successful was because that he made the decision to stay a virgin and, you know. Yeah, he, he yeah. cornered the no pussy market. Yeah. Like, There's a he, lot of money there say, for him. Absolutely. Say what you will, but that's that's like, that's his bag, you know, like whatever, like. A lot of years, you know? a lot of studies are showing that that segment of the market is growing, especially among men mm-hmm. in between the ages of eighteen and thirty. Uh, the last <laughs> ten years, mm-hmm. I believe. So, yeah, absolutely. I absolutely. wanted to say that my favorite, uh, I think my favorite segment on your show, um, Johnny Portfolio, is mm-hmm. the is Richard Bracked and a Fool, uh, <laughs> where you guys look at classic money goofs and and. Yep. And screw oh, yeah, ups and bloopers. Yeah, you know, where, you'll where get Richard a guy will make like who's... a completely incorrect thing, or he'll try to write something down, and because he's dyslexic, it comes out like backwards <laughs> and upside down and stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it's, it's sad, so but it's also like it's pretty. Well, funny. he plays it. It's like he knows he's not the smartest guy in the world, so he kind of he leans into it and yeah, you no, know. he's a good sport about it. And him and Chuck have a great back and forth, though. I love hearing him and Chuck <laughs> just go at it. Yeah. You know they'll play they'll they'll upload like classic fail money clips like like when people who are uh, you know like trying to buy a soda and they uh, accidentally pay with a, a counterfeit do- dollar mm-hmm. a counterfeit dollar 
and we'll we'll do a classic yep. afterwards like that. Mm-hmm. Those always really yeah, get yeah. me. Financial yep. bloopers. We love those. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We put little sound effects over them too. It's pretty nice. I agree. Yeah. So um, so let's 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 turn this. Okay. So you know, podcasts kind of more like the old head game. Kind of more like like old money. Kind of more like a um, little slower. Yeah. Do we yeah, get money like clips? Do we get classic, money clips? Favorite more billionaire clips? So let's let's talk about money clips. Your YouTube channel, your Instagram. It's kind of a bit more mm. new. It's kind of a bit more. Uh, you know, fresh yeah. kind of loaded yeah. word, but like it's it's different. It's new. What, it's hip and it's young. Kind of, yeah, and run us through that. Yeah, it's more targeted to um, young people looking to get rich quick. So those yeah. my demographic, like they got some pretty short attention spans. So I got to pack a lot of info into you know sixty seconds, two minutes, so that they don't get too sure. bored and swipe past it on my TikTok. But right. um. Yeah, it's it's a lot of um, you know, sort of just like the Gary V strategy of like going to garage sales and flipping stuff and like picking your spots, finding money where you can. A lot of my uh, early business was um, selling jewel pods to classmates, shit like that, where sure. you're just inflating the price real good. But yeah, as far as marketing strategy goes, it's a lot of short videos, really big subtitles mm-hmm. on them, so people can read them if they're yeah having trouble yeah, you listening really, or whatever you really sure. catch that attention like you know it'll be a video on your page of like you doing a prank eviction on one of your properties <laughs> and then someone yeah. playing tiny wings on the bottom half of the screen right yeah I, and those are always fun too because it's like you get this big um you get the uh reaction face on the on the oh um, yeah on the cover on card the of the thumbnail. video the sure and then yeah, maybe yeah. just like throw a little money spread at the bottom so people will click on it because you know money just draws eyes and then we'll get the viewership and then ideally they uh like what they're seeing they follow on and they uh click those links in my bio and sign up for my money making plan yeah sure if you I, I, the I, money talk, I was just gonna say really quick. Go ahead, Johnny. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed your TikTok of uh, of basically you going into detail of how to do check kiting. That was really interesting <laughs> for me. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, that was yeah. a good yeah. one. That one went on. It's useful. Yeah, it useful. was very useful. Absolutely. I'll, let me ask, and I, you know, this is controversial. You've certainly seen a lot of press about it. So you know, if you don't want to talk about it, that's chill. I just gotta ask. You know, your big video, what a lot of people know you for, is making a million dollars in Kosovo from zero dollars. If you don't mind, it's a war-torn area. It's a place with a lot of history. Uh, How did you make a million dollars in Kosovo? Yeah, so basically that was... um, I'd seen a video on YouTube of a guy who traded up a paperclip for a house... So oh, yeah, I just yeah. modeled that same strategy. I just found some junk on the ground and kept trading, kept trading. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it was, like, a little scummy of me. I was trading up every time, you know. I read The Art of the Deal by Trump, and that was a great book. But, like, I was always sure. winning every trade. So I just climbing and climbing and climbing and got to the million pretty quickly. Well, I, I think that's – I think that's a – there's a good lesson to glean from that. It's like, you know, like, money's not for everybody. Like, it's not – like you can't no. be in this the money business if you don't like have yeah you got to be down certain, with like, the culture for sure 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you gotta be down with the culture, and you gotta also be like kind of like I don't want to say like evil, but like morally gray. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean that's super interesting because like that guy that did the put the the the, the paperclip to the house, like you kind of like recreated that, but you did it in a much more like monetary way. Yeah, which I think is interesting, and also it was in Eastern Europe, which yeah. is like mm-hmm. I don't know. Loki kind of beautiful and like I think it's a yeah it's a great place I would call myself morally green that's what I would say Mm. (laughs) yeah okay I like that (laughs) how did the trade up go did you you traded up a a cup of like red dirt from Oklahoma up to like 15 houses in Kosovo was that the the deal (laughs) yeah so I traded up and took that red dirt over traded it up for uh cup of dirt to a cup of water then a cup of Mm -hmm. water to a cup of beer and then while i was having that beer i met some cool guys who were uh involved in that area and um (laughs) they were like i mean some might label them sketchy i label them my boys but like sure they got me linked into some better networks and you know they say your network Mm -hmm. is your net worth so i just kind of like traded into surrounding myself with some some good people some really good people who helped me mm-hmm. uh you know kind of shake down some people for money along the way yeah so, it, hell yeah sounds great hell yeah is your intern back from ukraine yet money clip <laughs> no i haven't heard from him in a second but i hope he's doing well i'll probably reach out I to mean, him th- after this that's yeah that's same okay. with us with philip we haven't heard from him for a sec but i mean i think the the big thing to know is like if you're in the money business, like you're gonna have interns, you're gonna have, let's be honest, like subordinates. And part of it is like, yeah, you gotta like help them figure out shit and like get them to figure out like, this is what you need to bring to me. This is what I need right now. Yeah. But also part of it is also like abandoning them for like oh, months yeah. at a time. Absolutely. Yeah, just trying to figure out things on their own. Cause like, if tough they're a good intern. Sure. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's that's a perfect way to put it it's like tough love yeah. it's just like i'm gonna abandon you for like six to eight months and you better be back yeah when i decide that you i want you back like yeah that's yeah, just like that's just the it, way the business is in our case it's like you know like philip like you are going to take this like dose of like 100 milligrams of adderall so you can stay awake while we're meditating for 13 hours mm-hmm. on the bed yeah right and watch us to make sure we don't like leave our bodies and then i you know i can imagine it like from your perspective bunny clip where it's like with your intern it's like all right it's like i'm not gonna personally go to ukraine to do prank evictions on russian occupied apartments (laughs) yeah but it's like someone has to do that while i hold the fort down here in america yeah i'm getting mine he has to go get his that's what it is yeah exactly sure 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 uh, I wanted right, well, to ask, um, I, just really quick, if that's okay, I wanted to ask yeah. uh, Johnny Portfolio a question. So you're quoted in uh, the the Times of Business in New York magazine, mm-hmm. um, and it says that, it says, um, let me pull this up, Johnny Portfolio, yields grow faster when treated like boiling water, never keep too close a prying eye, however... <laughs> ETFs and currency arbitrage can cause your portfolio to increase exponentially. Always keep an eye out for the next great opportunity. And so I wanted to ask, do you think you did the talking there or were your profits doing the talking? 
You know, I, I, that is a fantastic question. I'm really glad you brought up that quote. Uh, it, it was a, a moment of genius from myself. If I if I do, if I, I can't toot my own horn a little bit. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. What was your What was your other question? What was the question about this quote? <laughs> So was it really you who said that, or was it your oh, prophets okay. doing Absolutely. the talking? Yeah. So I'd say it's a sort of a combination of both. Um, sure. I, I feel like a lot of the times, you know, I have a dual uh, consciousness. You know, there's there's right. there's Johnny portfolio, um, and then there's my prophets. You know, Johnny's prophets, Johnny's money, yeah. the dollars. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, yeah. And it's yeah. sort of a Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde situation where when the <laughs> prophets come out, I mean, I'm I'm ruthless. You know, I'm I'm yeah. in there. I'm I'm you know calculating completely crazy MACD indicators. Um, I'm betting on tier one you. capital. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got I'm building up my monetary base. I'm getting I'm getting M two. Uh, you know, it. There's so much going on with uh, when the profits are, are are flooding through me like that. Sure. And I think that's know. so interesting because it's like even though you're going so crazy in this sort of Mister Hyde mm-hmm. kind of mode, it's yeah. like when the profits talk people listen absolutely um right and and even then i mean people like to listen to doctors too so when i'm in my more you know dr mm-hmm. jekyll style of yeah. uh of personality people still way. listen to me which is great right um but yeah. people s- tend to listen more when when it's the money and that's why i think that that quote resonated with so many people um was because i you know i was just completely the prophets were embodying my soul right and yeah. that's that, that's just something i i really like to you know, uh, bring forward in, in people's daily lives. Sure. And, and sort of, sort of a, sort of a similar question from Money Clips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard, I heard you were fucking Ariana Grande. Is that oh. like true? Uh, so yeah. Well, you know, so recently she's been in the news, right? There's that SpongeBob guy. He like <laughs> cheated on his girlfriend with her, right? Or his mm-hmm. wife or somebody. I don't know. There's some shit. And basically, she she was hitting me up a lot right before that. Um, but I told her I wasn't, you know, I wasn't that type of guy, you know, my, my pants sure. aren't, are round, right. They're not square. Um, <laughs> yeah. and you know, you she wear was, she pleated kept, pants. Exactly. Well, yeah, I wear the pleated pants. So she got kind of confused and I'm like, no, I'm, you know, I'm a human being. I'm not SpongeBob. Uh, you know, I can't flip your Krabby Patty. I can't come over there <laughs> and, you know, catch your jellyfish. I can't, you know, uh, do any of that stuff? So I, yeah, you, know, you I were like, to, to, you don't want me, honey. Look, I'm too absolutely. much trouble. I, I'm bad news. I'm really <laughs> I'm bad, bad news. news, baby. Yeah. So okay, I'm gonna be honest. I did ask that question to Money Clips. So are you guys <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize oh, she had hit you up. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I'm here. Uh, Eskimo no brothers on here. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Yeah. I mean. It's a new world. It's I like mean, it's okay for that. Good. Yeah. Right, so what? What? Let's let's hear between you and Ari- Ariana Grande. So I mean, I yeah. guess she likes to get around if she's hanging out with the old <laughs> money like that. But um, yeah, we had a low key thing going for a little while. Tried to keep it off the press. Tried to keep it off the TikTok sure. and off of the Snapchat Discover News. But yeah, we had some fun for a little, and then uh, you know, I just told her. I said, "Look, you're great and all, but." money's my number one and you're always going to be second in my life so yeah just kind of had to step and uh move on sure yeah yeah in, in, no i mean in i didn't even to break that, up the drama but yeah like, yeah yeah 
That's what's up. No, that's all not right. to bring up any not to bring up any drama, but money clips. I wanted to also ask you about a quote you had, and I think this is part of what really put you more on the scene outside of the YouTube mm-hmm. community because you started really challenging what some of these old Wall Street guys knew. And sure. this was really controversial at the time, but it stuck. And you said, money doesn't talk. It screams. Shit. Wow. Oh. And so what I was curious about, did that have an effect on the ending of your relationship with Lizzo? <laughs> yeah, maybe a little. Because, I mean, when that money's screaming, like, I'm there all the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's always screaming. So I kept... It's like- I couldn't, she's like... She's got to scream louder. Yeah, she's got to sing a little louder than the money for me to be interested, but, yeah. But to be clear, it wasn't that you couldn't handle her, because you could handle her, right? No, yeah, we were great. We had a great three years together, and then okay. uh, just kind of grew yeah. apart. Mm-hmm. That money was no, I mean, it talking happens. louder. I think yeah. I think a lot... The One of the worst things that people think is, like, oh, relationship ends, that means it wasn't worth it. It's like, no, like, you learn, you grow, you build off each other, like... You can mm-hmm. end a relationship and still see it as a beautiful thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's just that's just me. It's I mean, just that's like not investments, money. man. Yeah, sometimes I mean, yeah, they're exactly. on their way up, and when they're on their way down, you just got to get out of there. You yeah, have to exactly. Yeah. And you could- and uh, Johnny Portfolio, I noticed that when I said the quote that mo- when I said the words "money doesn't talk," I noticed your ears getting really red, and it looked I, like I, you were yeah, trying I, not I, to I, speak. My my face was turning red as an apple i i I thought steam was going to start coming out of my ears it was uh it wasn't i I, before you said it screams i was about to go into about a a big tirade about how that's just a completely incorrect observation and i can't believe somebody like that would have millions of dollars but ending it like that i was like absolutely yes when that quote first came out um (laughs) did it really upset sort of the old head old money business guys uh, you know, a lot, some, some of us, yeah. Um, so like, you know, a lot of the older money guys, they're pretty, you know, uptight, you know, they, they keep to themselves. They don't like to talk, speak loudly. Mm-hmm. So, um, the concept of money screaming sort of, uh, sort of, you know, uh, up, upended those notions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but for the older, like super old guys that need hearing aids, they were loving it. They're like, absolutely. Now I can hear the money again. No, I can find Yeah. It's been so long since yeah, I can hear the money. Exactly. So I think that really resonated with them. Like it's, it's sort of a horseshoe theory kind of thing. It really, it, it resonated very well with the younger crowd and also the very, very old crowd that can't hear very well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I, I'm also, I'm seeing another quote from money clip here that mm-hmm. says, uh, and this also this also seemed to upend a, a couple a couple uh, you know long held verbal traditions in Wall Street. Um, a, he, and here it is in the uh, Times of Finance of 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 New York of the Big Apple. A lot of people make me chuckle when I hear that's money in the bank. The bank is the last place you want your money. A stagnant pond yields catfish. I want the big dog. Yeah, Can you speak was, on that uh, money clip? That was one from early in my career, you know, before I got started and started dabbling in uh, Wells Fargo. But yeah, yeah, that was early days when I was holding cash and flexing cash. And I was more on that old money yeah. mentality of just walk around four pockets full, you know? Yeah, and then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just at that point I was like... 
just loving the show, loving everything, not making mm-hmm. great long-term investments for my money. And so mm-hmm. the whole stagnant pond thing was just like, we got to be flashy right now. That's what we need. Because right, that's how right. I was like, building my brand anyways. I was being flashy and then as sort of uh, up, Johnny flashy, upending, was saying, yeah. you got to show off that money that you don't have so then when it comes in, you're the real deal. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I get it. All um, right. And we're uh, kind of closing up here, kind of the last half of the show. Um so we kind of wanted to kind of you guys inspect our portfolios. Tell us kind of yeah, okay where where we're at, what we can improve, what looks good, what looks bad, that sort of thing. Uh, just kind of maybe like we an should overall, uh, like yeah. maybe so, we should start sort of a doctor checkup for yeah. your financial health. Absolutely. Can I can I jump in with one thing, uh, one money quote yeah. that I really love while we're just talking about money quotes yeah absolutely yeah yeah so my favorite money quote is uh from little uzi vert where he says in reality i'm four foot two stand on my money now i'm five foot seven Mm. and um (laughs) that one really spoke to me because it's like money when you have that access to money for him it makes him taller in the physical world and when you have that access to money it makes you feel like a bigger man and you can look down and you can you know, big dog people, and it just gives you that same sense of strength as, like, you know, somebody who starts going to the gym or starts, I don't know, working on yeah. some, like, mental health issues or something like that. That money is just what it's establishes you. Yeah. yeah I yeah, think yeah. access Absolutely. to money isn't really discussed enough, too, because it's, like, it's one thing to get money, but to have, you know, consistent access to the money... Yeah. Right. That's, you're playing with, diff- you're playing with, you know, a different ball in the court at that point. Yeah, mm-hmm. you love Absolutely. to see not only growth in your portfolio, but sure. growth in real life as you stand on more and more money. As you stand on the money, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Absolutely. So I thought with our uh, portfolio little checkups, maybe you guys could uh, start, so we could get a you know a good example of what we're looking for. What do you think about right. that, James? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, kind of give us an and you know don't give all those secrets away because you know that's that's bad business, you know. But kind of give us an overall idea of kind of where you guys are at, what you're working with, that sort of thing. Why don't we, you know, uh, uh, age before beauty, let's go uh, Johnny Portfolio. Kind of tell us, break it down. Tell us what's that. Right now, here's my personal portfolio. I I got a a few other assets that I'll I'll mention kind of towards the end, but I'll I'll, I'll discuss my my personal, you know, stocks, bonds, that that type of situation Mm -hmm. here. So um, recently, I've been investing a lot in Airbnb, right? So they've been they've been hitting just the ground floor, right? They've been just bottoming out, getting sued by every city in this country. Uh, nobody's using them because they cost just as much, if not more, than hotels. And then you have to be mm-hmm. basically be a slave for the person that owns it. Um, yeah. But I think now is the perfect time for, to invest. Like right when the the mm-hmm. the, the company's buckling, uh, that's when they that's when you're going to stand to make the most money. Exactly. Um, yeah. You provide reinforcement for their company. Absolutely. So uh, another stock in my portfolio that I, I think is is really really key uh, has to be Raytheon, right? So the the right. the, the <laughs> Uh, United States government is passing an $828 billion, um, what's that, uh, defense bill uh, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. basically going to fund all of these military contractors, right? So uh, the best way to you for you to get a cut of that money, got to be Raytheon, Halliburton, uh, mm-hmm. the other Lockheed Martin, you know, um, 
any of those stocks are always yeah. a great investment, especially right now. Uh, so mm-hmm. some other investments. Obviously, we go for some bonds. You know, our UST bills, uh, Treasury. You know, notes. Sure. Those oh, types of things. You're going to start a debate here talking about well, bonds. <laughs> I, you know, I think sometimes it's best in both worlds. I think it's a little bit stock heavy right now, personally. Sure. But yeah, yeah. Um, I think my most interesting asset is that uh, I, I just bought uh, the Parkway Gardens in Ch- Southside <laughs> Chicago. Um, Hell yeah. Some people might know that as O Block. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I I recently bought it because I I, I noticed an opportunity for investment right is uh, more sure. young white 15 year olds start watching a Traplore Ross YouTube video about King Vaughn <laughs> they're going to want to start moving there and living there so well better way to do that than bulldozing it and making it insanely yeah. expensive and then gentrifying the entire neighborhood <laughs> yeah, I heard you saw I heard floor. you signed King Vaughn's cousin to a deal where he pays you a hundred dollars a month and he gets to use your ba- your MacBook to record music sometimes uh, you heard correctly I, I have a, actually a producer credit on all of the OTF records starting with the uh, the most recent Fredo uh, or not Fredo uh, the most recent fucking uh, God damn it, I can't remember his name now. Are you thinking of Little Little Dirk? Dirk. Yeah, Dirkio. That's what I was thinking of. (laughs) (laughs) Only the family. Yeah, uh, my, my boy Fredo. <laughs> my boy Fredo Santana, yeah. Definitely I know that was a, I know that was a big problem at first for you that um, you were getting all of them pressed directly to your doorstop and then just mailing out the CDs and gaining mm-hmm. all the profits for them yeah. and just sending them about a thousand bucks each for the record. Yeah, well, um, they were they had their other income streams, so it was actually a pretty right. good deal for them. So Yeah, yeah. I mean, they well, had advertisement they... income like for all their Instagram followers anyway. So Yeah, <laughs> right. That was good passive Modern day income Barry for Gordy. guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how, about, anyway. how, about, how about you, Money Clips? What are, we, what are we looking at? What are we What are we working with? So, yeah, my portfolio looks a little different. It's uh, my own kind of strategy. I'm sort of like paving my own in this um, money culture. And so what yeah, I have sure. is I hold 75% of my wealth in cash so I can use it to flex on Instagram and do money <laughs> spreads there. And then about, to. yeah, about, um, 15% of that remaining 25 is left for investing in, um, metals like gold and silver and uh jewelry sure. and pieces like that because mm-hmm. they're always going to be in demand and uh the remaining 10 percent is uh whatever stocks my dad told me to invest in so yeah that's what's up yeah yep. hell yeah yeah see a lot of people when it comes to multi-millionaires and billionaires they're like oh well you know all that money is wrapped up and stuff you know they can't just pull it out and do this or that You're the exception to that because your money is entirely physical. You actually can just pull all of it out at once. (laughs) And we call it extreme liquidity. Do do anything with it at any time. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the wettest water because it's like, it's just hella liquid. Yeah, it's liquid Mm. as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. My diamonds are dancing like water, man. Yep. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, so let's do like a kind of a compare and contrast and kind of you sure. guys, you're the experts sure. here. We're not. Like, give us an idea of kind of yeah, where got our my portfolio's portfolio at. Okay. Yeah, Joe, why don't you go ahead, give your portfolio, okay. and we'll see how it's going. Okay, so my portfolio, um, obviously for the listeners, not going to be on the same caliber as, uh, as these men. You know, we dabble in a lot of different enterprises, not just sure. the money business. Um, yeah. But I will we, say. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. 
No, no, I was just going to say, we're just, we're like, while we diversify our portfolio, we also mm-hmm. diversify our, like, philosophy. So we also, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I care about, like, spiritualism and religion. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also, like, military and, like, fighting combat. You know, that, <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. money's not my only hobby kind of thing. And, like, not that that's your only guy's hobby, but, like. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, you know. a primary one, but, yeah, absolutely. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyways, joke. Sorry, I didn't yeah. it. No, you're fine. So, number one, I, I have many dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think about, what, like, a dollar bill, many of those. Okay. Um, in sure. a bank, even. Okay. Um, Pre- pretty good. Good start. So, yeah. So, and uh, I believe this will be listed on James' portfolio, if he remembered as well. But um, we have monthly property capital gain. Um, so... Every month, actually, we we gain capital, or we get, or sorry, we gain we gain property, real estate. We, we gain real estate, oh, okay. uh, mm-hmm. real estate every month. Uh, there is yeah. a man uh, that we pay, and we are given complete ownership over this apartment <laughs> mm. um, for the, for the next month. Okay. We only pay yeah. we only pay eleven hundred each, and we get full access to the apartment. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's that seems like a pretty good money move. What are it's, your I mean, residuals on that? That's that real estate, one. which is classic. You know, yeah, it's classic. Well, it's very old school. Well, let's just get to reading them off first. Um, mm-hmm. So I am in the possession of two Delta Eight carts, and both have <laughs> at least a few hits left. Mm. Okay. Um, um, couch, uh, chair, okay, uh, kitchen. Both of those are split. All of those are split. Sorry. Those are split. And then yeah. also split. Um, intern. Intern? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's my. That's kind of what my portfolio is looking like. Okay. Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, nothing right. wrong with that. I think that's a good start. That's a good, like, jumping off point, you know? Yeah. yeah. I like the Delta 8 investment. That's a good one for uh, brand building because you can use it as a, as a marketing tool online to show off your... Um, your cool nature mm-hmm. and people will really buy into yeah. that. You yeah, can in, also you can also idea. invest it. You can also invest it for three months later when you finally clean your apartment and and look under the couch and find the the cart and there's a few hits left. Mm-hmm. That's like that is yeah. a good investment. It's like a Roth IRA, man, but for your apartment. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna crunch some numbers really quick. Yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. Okay. Um, so I calculated the future value of your couch, chair, uh, and kitchen. Mm-hmm. And from what I'm seeing right now, you know, it's it, the, the future value is high, right? It's, it's not low. Mm-hmm. However, I, I think you're missing some value in certain situations. I think maybe mm. if you would invest in a table, that would absolutely increase the value of your nice. portfolio. Oh, I've been saying nice. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. Go uh, ahead. How, what's your, do you have a t- television by perchance in there in, in this, in your portfolio? Um, we have a screen. Portfolio? Okay. Yeah. Was well, it leaning up against the wall currently? Like, do you, do you have a do you have a stand for it? <laughs> it's. I mean, the wall no holds it. The wall holds gotcha. it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the the wall is kind of a stand in its own way. Or I the, think the, the ground I've, the ground holds it, but the wall makes it up. Yeah. I so I think another value add would be a, a television stand. Um, okay. okay. That's what's up. And you know, uh, I don't know. Do you have like a safe in your house? Or in this place, uh, in your it's safe. I think we're sa- yeah, we're safe. Like there's, I mean, like it's there's a cool gunshots. It's L.A., okay. so you hear gunshots, but it's not like gotcha. yeah, yeah. But it's safe. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm adding that to my my calculation here. Okay. Ellen, so I, I think if you take safe. those suggestions, you can see your portfolio. At least Joe's portfolio increase about eightfold over the future value of hell uh, yeah with the yeah with the base. Okay. Yeah. I that do sounds see good. another that's going from how many dollars to how many portfolio. dollars? Oh. Okay. Well, let's hear good. it. Yeah. Let's hear it. So you've got those chairs, right? And um, there's this mm -hmm. great yeah, app chair. called Seat Geek, which is uh, <laughs> one for it's similar to Airbnb in that these geeks love to sit in seats, and you can rent out your chairs <laughs> for people to sit in, and so you oh, can wow. use this as a side hustle. Just you know, you might have to. Um, there's some bad users, so you might have to like just lock up your chair to your front door. But sure. Then you can you can pretty much rent seats out and while you're away from home people can uh, come over and sit in your chair and pay you and that's another form of income that you can yeah. find Dude, yeah i, I would love we can, do we need hella, to leave a little hella key money out for them philip because yeah. he's always using our seats but we never oh, he is always using we have a built-in customer for that our exactly. Yeah, exactly. Is constantly yeah. that's, using and the seat. that's eating your own dog food right there you got to build opportunities yeah. for your employees to spend money at your location exactly yeah because yeah, that's a really that's a real waste what we're doing <laughs> yeah, yeah, we gotta start charging him whenever he comes back from wherever he is. Uh huh. Yeah, I wonder where he There's is. Real yeah. money, yeah. Okay. I mean, so it sounds like Joe's had got like a healthy, good, like, and you know, it's not crazy, but it's a good jumping off point. It's a good, like, place to be. You know, like he's yeah. he's healthy. He's growing. You know. Oh, I have the battery. I have the battery for the jewel too. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No pods. I mean, no pods at the moment. That's probably tenfold at this point. You know. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. don't know the numbers. I'm not. I'm not yeah, a numbers yeah. guy. I'm more kind of philosophical. But mm -hmm. that's what's up. Okay, yeah, so, they're on the rebound, so that'll be worth some okay. good money in a few years. They're just on the Got rebound yeah, from marketing to kids. But yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I'll be honest. I think some of those jewel pods are flavored, and like those aren't on the market anymore. So like those could actually like. Um. Um. They go for they a lot. Degress they, value, right? they could digress yeah. greatly yeah. in value. They're, collect they're collectors. <laughs> That's where I got my start, man. There's great money in there. Yeah, absolutely. It's okay. Just kind of an idea of what my portfolio is at. I haven't like, I haven't cataloged everything. Um, just kind of off the top of my head. Um, I have a car that's half paid off. Um, I got a PlayStation 3. It's technically broken, but that could be like a fixer-upper. Yeah. The mm -hmm. mechanics is still there. Still value. I got, yeah. yeah, I got most of the Halo games <laughs> that don't go with the PlayStation, but the, you know, if you have an Xbox, like... Yeah, those are I collectors. Most of, mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I have most of the Halo games. Um, kind of similar to Joe, I also have half an apartment. Um, that includes amenities. Like, um, I have one three hundredth of a sauna i have mm -hmm. one three hundredth of a gym yep um we see. own those every month yeah yeah well that's the thing is like like we pay a small fee but we own well we buy it we buy sauna. property every month yeah yeah we buy <laughs> yeah exactly um so we're like paying it and then we like use it and it's ours yeah well that's an investment like paying rent is an investment because like we're like okay I'll pay you eleven hundred dollars this month, but that means I get one three hundredth of a gym, which you know might just translate to one treadmill once a week mm -hmm. on well, Monday at five thirty p.m. Think about, yeah, but, think of it like this: after three hundred payments, then you own a full gym. So exactly, yeah, exactly. exactly. That's the way to think about it. You mm -hmm. know, 
Um, let's see. What else? I have about 80% of the state coins. <laughs> I've almost filled up the book that has them all. No, no, that's we, a good one. That's we good use, show yeah. money. We use that. We use <laughs> yeah. those. We use those for kratom like a week ago. But you, there's like four of the states left, and it's some of the, Alaska is one of them. So did you use those some dude? of the good ones? We used them. You used, you used them? them. You used them with me. Yeah. I don't think we did. We dude, were, don't we were gonna tell go me make, my state coins are gone. We were gonna go make. We were gonna go make. We were gonna go make kratom tea, after going to the liquor shop, dude. Dude, don't tell me that. Let's just get on. We'll talk about it later. But think about it like a Alaska sunk cost, one. maybe. There's still yeah, the, how okay. much is the Alaska quarter worth? Uh, huh? <laughs> yeah. How Does much is the Alaska quarter? How how much is the quarter from Alaska worth? These uh, days? I guess it depends on the collector, but I've seen them go for around four to five hundred dollars. But if, okay. Okay. So if your collector is the guy at the gas station, it is 25 cents, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, got it. Okay, got that's it. what's so, up. So be careful um, about where you invest. Yeah, you got to yeah. find the right suck or the right uh, guy to sell to. Yeah. <laughs> I do also technically have a trampoline at my dad's house. Um, okay. So that's going to be He probably wouldn't something. mind if you picked it up. Oh, yeah. I'll be honest. Okay. Uh condition is like the net around it is all good but a couple of the springs are broken and kind of rusty mm-hmm. but i would still say it's like 75 percent operational you know yeah, yeah you can definitely flip that for some good some good cash Absolutely. yeah i mean like you could you could still bounce on that shit like no problem um i also have hella books from my dead grandpa rest in peace rest in peace um yeah, yeah. he's the man um well he was Mm-hmm. Um, but I got a lot mm-hmm. of books from him. I kind of got to sort through them and see what's you know like what's flippable, what's what's cash, cash yeah. money kind of thing. Dude, if you find a series of unfortunate events in there, that goes for like a million dollars or something. Now it's crazy. That's what's up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to look for that because I don't know if he was into that. He was mostly reading other books. Yeah, it'd be kind of crazy if a, like an older <laughs> person was reading like a book for third graders. But like, I think it'd be really <laughs> sick, really sweet. Yeah, you know, no, he was connected with the times. That's the I'm sure. Thing. Yeah, so, so. and I also do technically still have three hundred thousand dollars in gold bars. I don't know if that's <laughs> worth a lot or not. Uh, yeah, my uncle was my uncle who from he was in Vietnam was reading the Percy Jackson series the other day. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with those. But I'll probably get him when he dies. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. But how about, how about my gold bars? Is that, like, worth something? Not, or? So, unfortunately, gold's really gone down in the last uh, 45 oh. minutes. Uh, and Ooh. I got a guy who can uh, you can offload it onto, and you can make a pretty good amount of money. How much did you say that it was worth again, $300,000? Well, we give you about uh, $400 for it. That's, that's you might as well take that now if it's down if it's down yeah, say, right now it's down, down it's really bad it's down really bad right now it's only gonna okay, get well, further going I would down. say I would say I would say you just gotta press them into chains and hold out but that's a lot of chains you're gonna have to wear <laughs> so you might might be smart to pawn some off to uh, Johnny portfolio and then maybe uh, we'll do like a 50 50 split kind of yeah like, we can see if we can half, cut half the bar. chains we can see if we can cut hundred dollars yeah yeah Okay. Kind of let like me take out. Off-pod. Let me take out the butter. Let me take out the butter knife and see if it cuts through your brick of gold. <laughs> yeah, and oh, just like I always imagined, the knife really just slid through that brick of nice pure and gold. Easy. Yep, that's All how right. you know it's real gold. Yeah, there okay. you go. <laughs> also, like this, we've had this diamond knife in our uh, 
possession for a while. Is that worth something or like? Are we uh, on no, that? it's it a sharp? knife. They didn't cut the. Di- it's like a knife, so I don't think it. I mean, you can show okay. it if you want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is just what it's like. It's just a diamond blade. It looks like Minecraft. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Huh. Well, maybe that's, Joe, did you just use esoteric. that knife to cut through the gold, or was it a different knife? No, I used I used a I used a normal butter knife to cut okay. through the gold. Okay, so that's <laughs> that okay. it was gold I was because the real brick if you used gold. a diamond yeah, knife, yeah. then it might not have been real gold. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'll be honest. I have definitely been uh, duped by those chocolates, which I also know have like monetary financial vision. vision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Um, it's not quite the same as like well. Gold. It's really it's really criminal how they make them look. I'm just gonna say, yeah, it's fucked up. It's the honestly chocolate fucked coins. up. How they, yeah, it's like, how are you gonna do that to like a young upstarter? You know, are you talking yeah. about the chocolate gold coins? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. That's uh, they should the person who invented those should be in jail for the rest of his life yeah. because it's like it's actually counterfeiting money. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we don't really do politics on this show. But, oh, okay, like, that's sorry. Just, yeah. no, 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 I mean, I mean no, just... that's, I mean, I agree with that. That's common okay. sense. Yeah. I mean, it's, no, we're, it's, we're in agreement. That's more like, that's more like off pod. And the yeah, amount of money that, like, we had invested into them at the point, like, I don't, <laughs> I genuinely don't even want to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can yeah. definitely see how that could really hurt a young uh, go-getter upstart go hard like you guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But that's why I prefer to deal in large bills rather than coins because there's a lot mm. of gray area with coins. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that's kind of like the. That's that's it for me for portfolio wise. So just okay. kind yeah. of like the PlayStation, the Halo games, the gold, and that's about it. And I guess the diamond knife, but I, I guess that's not really worth it. So we'll just discount that. Yeah, I was gonna say I think if you discard the gold now, if you dump it all, mm-hmm. uh, you'll you'll be seeing it'll take a while. Um, but you'll see some pretty large gains in about fifteen to thirty years. Uh, okay. On the flip side, if you if we go if you go the split down the middle, you hold some in chains and you sell half of it to me for two hundred dollars. Uh, <laughs> you know you'll it'll you'll see a a similar you know timeline, a similar duration of your investment. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll it, it's about maybe nine or ten percent less. So not a huge okay. loss, but you know mm-hmm. it's up to you if that's that that's and the that works, works for you. You'll yeah. be seeing well, two hundred spirit as the, well, which is great. Absolutely. Well, yeah. it, it's really the it's really the decision about like how much is marketing worth to you? How much is mm-hmm. wearing yeah. one hundred fifty thousand gold chains worth to you? <laughs> you know that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think in the in the spirit of you know this this kind of battle of this respectful productive battle of the minds, I think we'll go ahead and offload this this half to you for two hundred dollars. Okay, and then I think we can make about. 50 to 60 Cuban link chains each with this other half that we can wear around yeah. every single day in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think I having think... a dookie rope would be really great for you both. So yeah. that sounds awesome. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, well, since, uh, since I brought it up, you might as well ship me one or two of those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, we'll no, no. We'll get that. Like we'll royalties. give you guys both. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you guys came on. We didn't pay you. You know, we'll cut this out, but like, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, we, we, we got this gold so brick. Uh, we got this gold brick from the guy who we actually had the guy on from Dell Computers. Oh, Michael yeah. Dell. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We had Michael Dell <laughs> on. And he gave us a he gave us yeah. a gold brick. 
Um, we've just been so sitting on. I'll been be honest, these gold since. bricks have just been sitting under my bed forever. Yeah. No, I had no idea what to do with them before this, but I mean, a quick 200, a um, few chains. That's money moves. That's, that's money, that money, that's moves money in sure. the bank. Um, or rather, money not in the bank. That's what's as, up. Uh, uh, money clips likes to say. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, anyway, this is, if uh, is there anything you guys would like to plug before we uh, yeah. call it a day? Uh, I mean, my TV show, uh, the mm -hmm. uh, Inside Wall Street. Mm -hmm. uh, my blog also called Inside Wall Street, but it has a <laughs> subtitle called Crazy Insane Money, um, <laughs> and that's about it. Okay. All right. right Check on. those out. We'll put those in the description. Uh -huh. uh, money clips. Things yeah. to plug. You can uh, go ahead and follow me on all social media at Money Clips with three Z's at the end, and the mm -hmm. I yeah. in Clips is actually the uh, symbol for the yen instead of the letter I. <laughs> okay, got it. So that's where yeah. I'm at. What's all up? right, that's sounds good. Well, thank right. you very much, very both cool. of you. Very insightful, very important podcast. I want to thank you both. Uh, thanks you to the listener. Has been. I hope you've learned something, the listener. I hope you take this podcast as a uh, a lesson. You know, like get into money now. Money is what's up. Mm. Money is it's the future. Like people mm -hmm. are getting into money now. If you get into money five, six, seven years from now, it's not going to be like it is right now. Get into money mm -hmm. now. I mean, that's about it. So get into money now, and I just want to. Go ahead and end that with a quote um, from Please. my favorite financier, Albert Einstein. Okay. Stocks and bonds are just that. Bond to one or the other too hard, and soon you'll be taking stock of your own financial inventory. Mm. Albert Einstein. Boom. Absolutely. Boom. Great one. Mm. Great ender. Have, yep. have a good one, guys. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks very much. We'll be back next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.